Ladies and gentlemen, once again, the largest podcast in Warrington, Virginia, The Mason and Friends Show. Featuring me, Mason, your host, what's up, motherfuckers? As well as Kid. What up? As well as Big Steve. What it is, what it was, what it shall be. And the Jew unit. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Bow, bow. You know, I don't really like to intro the show with songs with words in them. But I realized... The only thing they say in this song is, oh, yeah. So oh, it's yeah. not going to throw me off at all. I think we can deal with it. Then we talk over it. Yeah. I mean, they talk over it at the end of Ferris Bueller. We could talk over it at the beginning of one of our shows. <laughs> Why not? Why not? You know? Well. Sounds like a great idea to me. So. Ferris Bueller. That's my shit. <laughs> Ferris Bueller was the joint. It saddens me that there's an entire generation of kids that have no idea about nothing. Taking a day off from school playing hooky for real. Oh, I'm sure. Kids are still playing hooky and shit. I just don't I mean, think they're like going. Boss with the sound machine and then fucking going all over New York in a Corvette. You yeah, know, I mean, they did it right. They did. Like, like yeah. a boss. That was like a $9,000 simulator. That uh, shit went flying out of the, the glass window. Remember oh, yeah, that? the Ferrari at the yeah. end. Yeah. Spoiler mm. alert. <laughs> yeah, well. <laughs> fuck you y'all. Give them a reason to watch it. see it nowhere. <laughs> but, like, uh, yeah, man. That shit. It's completely unrealistic, but it's fucking awesome. Because, like, dude, he's that's seriously a $9,000 synthesizer sampler machine that he's got there. Like, that is, at the time, the I mean, 80s. that's still tits right now. Oh, I mean, definitely. that's a dope machine to still have if you have one that's working. Not like an analog analog synthesizer or sampler type. It's like an emulator 7, I think it is. Mm. I don't know. Great movie. Yes, it was. It was very infuriating, though, when they oh, stole the Ferrari. Those douchebags. I was like, don't leave that car. Them fuckers are going to take that. And they, away they go. Steal the car. Flying through the air through Star Wars thing. Yeah. Oh. They caught air in a fucking 62 Ferrari GT. That's like a quarter million dollar car. They're jumping it. What the fuck are you doing? <laughs> Hell, they're probably, they're probably $3 million now. Like, it was a quarter million at the time. You take your chances if you want to ride one of them special-ass cars. And you're never going to see it again. Might as well fucking... I tell you, that's my style, man. Steal a, steal a fucking jacket, hang out as a valet, cop the whip, and go fucking thrash that motherfucker. For real. Oh, my. I could do that. Oh, yeah. Bow, bow. I could definitely do that. <laughs> Happy Monday, people. I had some people screaming at me today, too, Steve. One is bad. It wasn't quite as uh, glamorous as your conversation, but oh, the which we may get into. Yeah, but yeah, Maybe no, later. I had a uh, not. Yeah, it was. Where was I? I was trying to. I don't even remember, but I took one of them little. Uh, I think it was River Road, I think, or some shit like that, where four ninety five goes this way, and you can go. Th- you can kind of like cut it off and come back on four ninety five as one of them little things. So I went. To, G-ball somebody and they got all upset, you know what I mean? Honked a little Go bit. Figure. And then there was this other car that came up funny. right behind me. He keeps driving like an asshole and people keep treating him like an asshole. Yeah. <laughs> so it's cool. You know, yeah, so asshole. I have a signal. I'm coming over there. Fuck them. You know what I mean? I'm coming over. Just easing myself on in there. Easing on in there. Just easing on in there. Right? And she honking. I said, yeah, appreciate it. I got you. So I eased on in there. Right? And this other guy come up on ass. And then he tried getting from me. And I'm like, Nick, please, I didn't even gonna work out right for you because I just got this spot right here and I'm already at the end. You know what I mean? You gonna try to 
now fuck you. You're going to have to get behind me. So he just like cut over hard. And it's the same motherfucker I cut off. And now she honking the fucking horn. Going the fuck off. You know what yeah. I mean? You know this motherfucker. So I start laying on the fucking horn. Because I get, you know, it says I'm going to be in, on travel for an hour. And I'm like, well, what the fuck? Let's start yelling at people. You know, so I fucking lay on the horn. I got my window down. I'm screaming at these motherfuckers too. You know what I mean? And that's pretty much how that went. I mean, 495 is a rough road. It's so, at that time of day, so I can imagine. Any time of day, it's fun at like midnight. Oh, definitely. That yeah. in a fast car at like midnight, two o'clock in the morning, mm-hmm. when you're sober, you got nothing illegal on you. You're like, fuck the bullshit. I'm gonna go run 120. Or, or, oh, or, 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 or he had me until 120. I mean, good for you if you got a car that goes 120. Nothing. Well, I bet the Jeep would. The Jeep would go. Oh, you got cars that I mean, do I don't it. Do the that. fucking Sentra got 105 do the other day going down that motherfucker, Jack. I know damn well the fucking. I'm sure it could. Nah, he don't could. Are you lucky you didn't <laughs> blow that bitch up? It, I'm not That's trying what I'm saying. to Mace blow it up. He said, this is going to blow it up. I said, well, let's try it. I said, I will try it. You'd be the one to do it if it was going to happen. He said it was going to get blown up. I tried it. Whatever, 4.95, around midnight, 1 o'clock, 2 o'clock in the morning, that is my shit. I do a lot of working. Um, a little closer. I do a lot of working on the roads, uh, doing overnights and things like that for asphalt. And when we're done, I'm flying down the road. Oh, yeah. Not a lot of cops out that time Dude, in the morning. Dude, 4 a.m. shift change, exactly. and they be chilling at the fucking shop. Like, yo, we gonna kick you half a drink mm-hmm. of shit before we go out and try to arrest somebody 6 or 7 o'clock in the morning for speeding. Yep. Yeah. That's what So you miss them. Yeah, I figured that out from drinking back in the day. If I left it like 2 o'clock in the morning, I'd see cops everywhere. If I left it 3.45, nowhere. Nah, because motherfuckers is getting ready to go to work. They ain't worried about nobody. Yeah, yeah, yeah they figured most people are probably done by the then. prime time has yeah. passed. Yeah, yeah it's four. like they done after four. Two, three a.m. is like about as late as they're ready to like go out and expect that shit. Which also makes sense because you know, acting a fool usually you're acting a fool around. What well, a bar's closed at two. One thirty. Right. In Virginia, two. So, you could go to like six or or I think five in D.C. I'm not sure, but he, right? they go all night in New York City. I think. Steve, you got your phone on you? Nope, it's over there. Yeah, was that, can you check your phone? See if that is. We got noise, crackalacking. All right, yeah, you should be good. The Apple stuff seems all right. Although, who knows? Whatever. Who knows? La di da. The sound went away, and I didn't have to jiggle wires, so that is a good sign. Oh, yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, living the dream here in America. My YTD has reached over two hundred dollars for the year. That's right. It's the end of April, and I just made my first two hundred dollars of the year. Yeah. <laughs> thank you, thank you, thank you. I know it's a big thing. I've uh, been a long time coming. I want to thank. All my friends here at the Mason and Friends Show for encouragement <laughs> over the long <laughs> trying times of not having a job. Make Big Mike, money. Big Mike, who is not here right now, big up to you. Appreciate the encouragements, young man. <laughs> and uh, I plan to be driving probably every day that the show is not on or that we are not recording. I took it off today. Worked in the yard. Took a nap. It was just lovely. Where are you driving, sitting? Man, I got. I've been to College Park a couple times. I've been through DC. I went by the uh, <clears throat> the Weed Club. What? What up? I mean, I did it all, man. I've been everywhere, from here to there, up and down. I usually go. I first day I went up to Gainesville, pretty much. Part hit, picked somebody up, took him to Manassas, picked somebody else to Manassas, moved him somewhere, took somebody else to the hospital in Fairfax, picked somebody up there, took him to DC, picked somebody up there, took him to College Park, came home. 
uh, picked somebody busy. up in DC and took them to college parks every Saturday. Yeah. And that's lifted. You lifting people? Yeah, yeah, I'm doing lift. Uber can eat a dick. Uber can eat a dick, yo. They be fucking jerking me around, and I'm like, the lift is like, yeah, you go, you're set. I'm like, wear it up, peace. And what you talking about, ten or ten? Or, you talking about the car? The car gotta be a certain year. But if you take, yeah. if you Uber, show an inspection, what the fuck? Uber the Uber won't let me drive in DC because my vehicle is too old because it needs to be ten years or under. But it still says that the minimum requirements for DC are 15 year vehicle. So I, I'm just like driving Lyft. Like Lyft didn't stop me from picking somebody up at DC and they never told me I couldn't. So I'm like, bet I'm on it. Yo, fuck you. I put the Lyft stickers in my car. Nobody in Virginia seemed to be fucking with Uber. I had my Uber app on all day one day and nobody did nothing with it. And I was like, just picking people up Lyft. I started picking people up Lyft and like literally like I'll drive somebody off in the right area and like boom. 45 seconds later, it's like, there's somebody four minutes away that wants to ride. And I'm like, bet. I'm going to go down to Charlottesville and hopefully clean it up. Oh, you're going to go see Charlottesville is my aim. Because I feel like when you said the traffic was fucked today, I was thinking, you know, if I go down to Charlottesville, there's not D.C. It's unlikely that I'm going to be bringing anybody to D.C. Maybe Fredericksburg, Waynesboro. There's places, but none of them are likely to be outside of the state. And uh, I won't have to deal with that. Uh, 495 traffic. Any kind of traffic, really? Yeah, like that's. I'm like, because I was an hour and a half from home when I stopped. Like I, I, I like, in in DC or in Maryland the other day, I I just stopped. I just turned my app off. I wasn't go offline. I'm gonna go home. And uh, you know, I was like sitting in traffic and I was coming around the Beltway and I was like, this could be really bad. And then you were saying how bad it was and I was like, man. And then I realized, fuck it. Charlottesville's about as far. It's maybe 30 minutes further than, than Manassas, and it's very unlikely I'll end up in D.C. Yeah, on the you, other side. You get Charlottesville an hour and a half, maybe. I think I could make hour. it there in less. It said, that the, it said the airport was an hour from my house, so I feel like if I hit the airport first and then take somebody into Charlottesville and then ride around Old Town for like four or five hours, because there's a bonus. If I can hit 300 rides within my first month, I get a $1,000 bonus. And I'm like, if I can ride around Charlottesville, because I was riding around Old Town Manassas, and I did like four or five, like three dollar, five dollar rides for people just riding them right around town. And I, if I could do that for like five hours and, and hit thirty or forty rides a day for a couple of weeks, I'll hit that fucking three hundred, get that G boost, and then I can like ease back to five or six days instead of you know. And I don't really plan to do more than five in the long haul, maybe even less if I can find hot spots and go down and make some serious cash. Yeah, hell yeah. You know. I used to work in Charlottesville. And I would make it from Warrington to Charlottesville in an hour and 15 minutes. Yeah, that's not bad. But that was leaving about 7 o'clock, getting down there a little bit after 8. 8 in the morning? No, no, in the evening. I was working overnight. Okay. So evening time, I guess, is the, when you're going to get the most. I yeah, would you think. had more traffic. I don't know, man. It, it, was, the morning. it was really decent in the, like, the mid-afternoon. Hey, there like you around go. Manassas on Easter, I was picking people up, taking them to bars and shit. And, no shit. Yeah, and Manassas, I'm like, you go no till four. Shit on Easter? Yeah. Yeah, and you know, I feel, I feel like if I go down to Charlottesville and crank hard for a few days, you know, if I could, if I could crank hard in Charlottesville, do ten-hour days, like three or four days a week, and make decent, I'll do that shit for sure. You never know until you try. Can I ask you a question? That's um, it. You said you picked somebody up and took him to a hospital? Yeah. Non-emergency, I assume? Yeah, I mean, she wasn't, like, frothing at the mouth or anything. Well, they they so do I that heard, now because yeah. it's cheaper. I heard Absolutely, that that's the thing to do. 
It's you're way cheaper. To, did you have to sign anything or say anything? That you nah, hell no. Nah. She was like, she was in an emergency thing. No, nope. that's what Uber does. She put like in, that. she put in the hospital as the address, and I drove right to the hospital. That's and right. it didn't say you can't do that or anything like Uber that. Uber says you can't take nobody in an emergency. Well, I was listening. Uh, whatever, I heard it on the but radio. Like, as an emergency, it not was, like. People just if they're asking them to go to the hospital, or is there a difference? It's like seventy-five dollars to ride in an ambulance. It's more than that. Yeah, it's right more off, than, right it's off more the bat to more get nasty. the ambulance to come there. It's that's what they. That's what the mechanics charge you. It's more than that, <laughs> man. That right? if, bells if and whistles they, in that bunker. If they start sticking needles in you and shit, there's no telling where the fucking oh, bill will go. That's what I mean. Just the just to get the ambulance to you is seventy-five dollars. So yeah, sure. More that's the no. That's the start, Jew. Yeah. Yeah, that's before they even start. start. Yeah, I know. That's before they even start. They, know, they probably just tax you up for mileage and all that kind of shit. Exactly. The same thing with like a, the tow truck. Before, just to get the tow truck. Yeah, I know. You're talking about the call. You're talking about service call. You're talking about just service call. Yeah. Yeah, just to show time is is seventy five. Seventy five. I think it's more than that. I would I would think it'd be more than that. Oh, I know it's more than that. I'm just almost a hundred dollars off the jump. How much did it cost for that lady to go to the hospital? Twelve dollars. Twenty five. See. <laughs> yeah. So let's yeah, say, it's say be, you, yeah. you got you got an emergency going on, and your boy Mason pulls up, and you know you're gonna get there quick. I'm gonna get there quick either way, cause I'm gonna well, say you know you can drive reckless. Well, the tell thing my, is, tell me how your gunpoint. If I pull up, if I <laughs> if I pull up and you're bleeding all over the place, I'm be like, bitch, you ain't getting in my car. Exactly. Better call the ambulance. But if yeah. you get in and you're like, I had a like this chick, she was like, I had a seizure this morning. I gotta go get checked out. And I was like, all right, I can handle that. You know, yep. don't seize up on the ride. Relax. <clears throat> but then I got like, you know, <clears throat> every bit of information about everything forever. And I'm like, alrighty then. Have a nice day. It's a good thing I bartended for so long because I'm real used to motherfuckers just being like, you know, blah, blah, blah. But I'm like, damn, this bitch is telling me everything about herself mm. and life and shit. And normally it takes people like five or six trips to the bar before they be like, hey, you know, uh, my man, my husband be beating me and shit. <laughs> and yeah. I'm like, alrighty then. Yeah, I've seen your arm. <laughs> Yeah, I saw that bruise on your bicep. Inner part of your bicep looked like somebody grabbed you, tried to tell you where to walk. See, John, at first I thought it was hay wrong, but it's in the wrong spot. So then I figured it was just Johnny. <laughs> yeah, Johnny in the building. He said he gets strong sometimes. He gets a strong hand out. So I just figured. Yeah, but you know. You can't be fucking with 911 though these days. I also heard call lift that you can pick up some pretty good looking females uh, doing the Uber thing. You Dude, I'm good, telling you, have you looked at anything? I'm yet? telling you, I, I'm telling you, man. Maybe I'm. T- I don't even know what's gonna happen with this shit, man. It was like day one. I had a bitch. Like, can I get your number? And I'm like, all right, yeah. Well, Shut yeah, up. I swear to God. But you know, we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens, man. I haven't gotten laid yet. I haven't pulled anything off or anything. But like. I'm probably gonna start have to carry rubbers and such in the whip because it's be like, well, you well, gonna get busy in the back right now, offline in the back seat, <laughs> clean up and come, <laughs> sit right there for the next ride. You gonna plastic? You gonna plastic seat wrap everything? No, I thought about it, plastic wrapping the seat and shit, but I don't know. I'm just gonna have to find a parts car here in 50,000 miles to change out my back seat. <laughs> but now I'm sure you can request people. So it happens like that once you get decent ratings, like you can have regulars that request you and like all that kind of stuff. So hopefully, 
you know, I'll develop good rapport with folks. Well, that's probably why she got your number, because she probably won't keep riding, but she can't rate you yet, because you ain't up there enough. Nah, I don't Break, know. Being no, brand no. new, maybe? I don't know about all that. We'll see what happens. We'll then see she what... wanted penis colada. Either she wanted penis colada, or she was like, yo, I really, I'm, I'm glad you said no, that. There, there was an implication of penis colada interest, and I was like, well, oh, we'll see, I'm, that's what I'm saying. Like, you know, we'll see what happens. I ain't pushing on nothing. I'm just chilling. I'm driving my whip, man. I'm trying to get this cheddar. And if a bitch want to suck my dick, you know what I say about that kind of shit. Yeah. I'm probably sure, You've been pretty clear. Sure do. Probably gonna let her suck my dick. You know what I mean? Well, you have to. There's no reason why not. That's what I'm saying. Like, I'd be an asshole if I didn't yeah. say, you okay. You want her to think if she could have done that, you know, and be mad at herself. Well, you, right. wouldn't, you wouldn't have said, sure, suck my dick, would you? Hell no. Nah, nah, sure. I don't say no, sir. I probably would have said, sure, and leaned I'm back and saying. unzipped my pants. Yeah, exactly. I'm sure. saying, you said, okay, All so right. okay and so sure is t- very Close. Touching on the Dude. shore, I re-listened to the clip that I originally referenced from Donald Trump on the Howard Stern show. Mm-hmm. He actually said, "Yeah, I guess." No, so, no so, so, so no now shit. we can have a whole new argument and discussion about the whole thing. Is yeah, I guess, which is much more what I meant when I was saying like. Sure, lean back, legs spread, look away from you, kind of thing. Like that's a yeah, I guess kind of thing to me. Like Steve, you seem to be the maestro when it comes to yeah, I'll fuck a bitch on minimal interest. Well, like, I was just getting ready to say, I'm a, I guess sure, man, whatever she wants to do, as long as she's not saying no. That's what I'm tapping. Anything else means yes. I mean, it's pretty much what we've come to. Everything's a maybe except a no. If a bitch said maybe, if she said maybe, because that's just. So, is maybe the only thing that qualifies as also a real potential no? Mm-hmm. So, I, yeah, that, I guess. I mean, you're not saying no, so I'm going to keep continuing to persist. So, maybe you're not going to just go right like, off and grab let me, let me rub your shoulders a little bit. <laughs> you got to keep like working for a maybe. Couple candles. Maybe call out, a pretty. Right. You know, things like that. I'm just, all I, I, I went back and listened to it as well, and I was pretty adamant to, to say it, but. What, what I was trying to get across was is that sure is her giving you an opportunity to get it. <laughs> to turn the heat up. Like, prove <laughs> to me that you're worth fucking. And that's what Andrew said the same thing. He said, if you give me a sure, you won't say sure again. You won't say sure twice. I promise you. You let me get it once. You won't pay, You won't say sure twice. That's I felt that you are my motherfucker. Nah, but it's cool penis colada, man. I'm gonna bear it. She gonna she gonna want it at least one more time. Exactly. I mean, it may not be three, but she gonna want at least one more game. But you guys were talking like about being married and shit and getting a sure and being like, yeah, like yeah. I'm saying like if if, if the that. if I'm at the bar and the pretty chick that I've been flirting with the last few months and, and I get into a real conversation and I say so what you want to go have sex and she says sure like fuck yeah let's get out of here like because then there's like an entire walk down the streets probably be making out and all that kind of stuff going on so there's like that's like a like you said that's like a all right well here's like a sure is a basic green light I look at in a situation of like okay uh I don't really know this chick or we're like we're like out at the bar with your girlfriend like you want to go back and fuck sure like all right cool bam but like to me like there's also that element of the relationship sure that's just nonchalant and uninterested, and that's like offensive to me. You know, is, I, I I listened to your argument a couple of times to, to to really let it sink in, and I get what you're saying. I'm not saying that every time has to be enthusiastic for me. 
Like, I'm not the most sure. pussy-getting <laughs> motherfucker in the world. So when it comes, I fucking say yes. Yes to Sure. Yes to Sure. <laughs> yes, yes, yes to Sure. Yes to I guess. So uh, maybe all of those responses, as long as they ain't no motherfucker, and then, no, but then, well, I gotta go. I, I can appreciate the, uh, the I'm going to continue to strive for some pussy here from a shore or a maybe mm-hmm. like you know like to me it's like as long as you're not immediately ripping their clothes off of them like okay that's cool you know what I mean like if you go from shore to 12 seconds later you're pulling their pants off inside out and they're going hey whoa calm down you know well that's what they I'm all about the foreplay or the, the beforehand so that's what I'm gonna I'm gonna what did Mike say court him I'm gonna court him a little bit after the shore, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Light some candles, play some music, rub your shoulders. Absolutely. I'm going right at a titty, man. We either gonna gonna make this shit, and it's either sure sure or not. Are you sure or are you not? Let's figure this shit out. We got shit not to do, you know what I mean? Because if it's good, we're gonna do it again. There's plenty of things to do. Eventually, we gotta get the fuck out of here, because I'm not gonna go to bed. So, good time to be thinking about it, sure. <laughs> you start talking about short seven. I only give about three and a half hours of fucking. I gotta get some water between there, smoke a bowl, seriously and take a breath. Are you in a serious so, three and a half hours of penetration? No, I can't do all like that. But I'm, I mean, I probably did this about eight times. That'll wear like three and a half. But I can't fuck for like an hour and a half. Like my boy be talking, about, man, I was tearing that thing up last night. Like how much? Like hour and a half? I'm like, you you would use fuck for hour and a half. He's Marathon. like, yeah. Like I've done it a couple of times, but it's certainly not like what I'm striving for. Oh, he told no. me like, and that was that was like he said crazy numbers. I I can't remember, but I'm like, man, I ain't got time for that. I can't be fucking for like two three hours. On one nut an hour on one nut. Yeah, yeah I don't know about all that. No. no, I've done that. I've done that. I've lasted like an hour and a half on like one That's nut. That was like shit. real early on, you know. <laughs> it is. That's what they do. Oh, it's <laughs> well. It's all about Cocaine making a does that too. I think they say right. Uh, no, I thought. Yeah, yeah, I think it. I think. Well, it depends. Some people can take cocaine and fuck. And some people can't. I've, been, I've done both. Depends on the heart. <laughs> I've been left eye and dry and <laughs> run it like the inside of money for real. <laughs> Well, God damn it. you know, hell yeah. I miss cocaine. You were a fan of cocaine in your day, huh? Yeah, I was. Right on, man. Here's the primary user of cocaine on the show, then. <laughs> like, I'm a bumper. <laughs> You're a fan, huh? Well, my brother was a rock star for a little <laughs> while there, and he used to party with some. <laughs> there was a lot of partying. Holy <laughs> Jesus. With amazing drugs and amazing parties and amazing bitches and. So many bitches. I love my wife. I love my life. I love that I'm getting ready to have a child, but there was a point in my life. Right, in my Steve, 20s, you can in say my 20s. it's all right, man. You can say that you like so, cocaine. So you're gonna be you're gonna be um, not attending for a while now. Once uh, oh, you best believe that's over. She's already telling me she. Don't y'all man as well just go ahead and oh. say bye <laughs> to Biggie. Y'all got till July. I might call in every once in a while. I'm saying though, no, like you ought to like say, look, I gotta get out of here on occasion and come over here a couple days a week for like stress relief, bro. Just, I, I would love to do such a thing. But and sneak out. Happen. Say you're going out to the pinball machine. And for real, I love Mike, but Mike was the same way. Mike was wild, always around, dude, until his, you know he got buttoned up and wifed and, and yep. kids. And like literally, that dude was at my house every fucking day and definitely every weekend. And he he lived ghost. there for a while, <laughs> and then when he met, 
The day that they met at the bar, that was the last day I saw that motherfucker. He was gone. Gone until he got a divorce. And that was like 10 years. What was it? 10 years or something? 11 years. That's that's, that's why I tried to. That was real. Like, he didn't come out and hang out. Like, he he stopped. 100%. 100%. Wow, 100%. Like, when I hold it down. I mean, he'd come with her, you know, that we'd hang out with her, you know, occasions like that. But he didn't go out, out. See, that's why I'm single, man. I can't do it, man. I can't be that guy. Like, I had a girlfriend once, and uh, I would go out and hang out sometimes without her, and then we'd go places sometimes. But I was with her a lot. Like, a lot. And if I went out a little bit, she'd get all pissy. And, like, I don't know. Is that like what relationships are for folks? They just want to get pissy with people about shit? Like, I mean... Nowadays, yeah. I I don't get it. (coughs) Like, I want somebody I like being around, and I have a good time when I'm with them. Like, that's like what I'm... I'm either looking for somebody that I enjoy their company, and then it's like, all right, now we can hang out for a while. And then, like, if I really enjoy your company, and I really... I feel you're like a strong person then like alright cool now maybe I'll consider you for a relationship and if we're fucking up to that point or not like I don't really give a shit about that but like if I get to that point where I'm like you know I think you're worth a shit like that would be hopefully I would have vetted them reasonably to end up in a long term where it's not like I'm getting shit on all the time but I feel skepticism you know in my system you gotta wanna hang out with the person you know I mean you gotta have some kind of you gotta like them Right. You don't. If you're arguing with them or fighting with them all the time, what kind of life is that? That ain't. That's horrible. You know. Like you just. Yes, I feel you. I feel like most people these days, like, they do the fucking audition before they want to like determine if they want to even try to get along with you, and then they want to keep fucking you while they're like trying to get along with you, and determine if they like you or not. And I'm like, can we just fuck and like, then maybe we'll get along in the long run or not? If and if we like each other or not, can we just fuck and like each other for six and a half minutes well, every now and then? It's like twelve and a half minutes if you want, you know. <laughs> right. Well, it's like if you're gonna fuck me just to fuck me, and then if I do well, then you're gonna want a relationship. Can't we just fuck just to fuck if we do well? We'll keep fucking, and then if we really get along, then we could turn it into a relationship yeah. through fucking. Instead of like, instead of like, it seems like chicks are like, oh, you knocked the bottom out, or I got a number of orgasms off of that. I enjoyed that sex a lot, so now I want you to be my 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 boyfriend. Like I've gotten that from girls. Like the first girl I had sex with, the one I did like fucking the hour and a half marathon shit with, she was immediately like, we got to be together, and I'm like, well, talked to you like three times in my life. Bitch, I'm single. Right. Well, that's what the problem is. is that you can't base a relationship off of sex. Because once you start living with somebody, then you get to learn all the things that you should have figured out before you started fucking. Right. You, that's so true. Motherfuckers don't want to do dishes. Motherfuckers don't yeah. want to clean their ass. Motherfuckers don't want, you know, I'm at home. I'm watching TV. I don't want to hear about vacuuming and shit. And you know, that's See, for me, all that comes together. As long as they clean their ass. I can deal with all that other well, shit. Let me tell you something. You start living with your friends, best friends, people you've known your whole life. Oh, yeah. And then you think you know them really well. I've known you for all these years. Then you live with that person and you realize, man, you a filthy motherfucker. You don't fold your laundry at all. You don't you don't yeah. clean up your kitchen. You, Bitch, I folded my laundry. I just was turning <laughs> to you, Andrew. I wasn't saying anything to you. You turned to me and you say the same shit you was bitching at me the other day. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> like, you keep well, I do see the laundry pile gone, so you did do something. First there thing you I go. I didn't look in the kitchen, but I'm assuming it's dirty. A little dirty because I did cook again. I don't make it to the kitchen. Well, actually, yeah, sometimes I go Alfredo. back to the bathroom. Huh? Yeah, chicken Alfredo going on. Yeah, he done made him some dinner tonight. Hey, man, that's what restaurant yeah. work will teach you. Responsible. Somebody got to do it. Fucking maid ain't show up. Do you know that's pretty cheap? She's like three years. 
It's like 75 bucks for a month. Oh, yeah, Somebody just come in and straighten your shit up. Nah, nah, I wouldn't have anybody in my house. No? I keep my shit clean myself or it's a mess, man. Like, here's the thing. Like, <laughs> I t- I'm really concerned about things that'll smell when I have my own spot, right? Yeah. Like, I'd always make sure, like, oh, you know, I had a little tub of ice cream. I'm going to rinse the fuck out of this shit and then throw it in the trash can. Or I'm going to rinse out this milk jug. Anything that's, like, dairy-related that could become smelly or anything that's, like, meat in the fucking trash can or something. Like, if you got an old piece of chicken you want to throw away or whatever, like, I'd leave that shit in a fridge in, like, a certain spot. But it's all shit just destined for the garbage. And then, like, all right, I'm going to the garbage dump. Now I'm going to pull all that shit out that would have been smelly and throw it in a fucking trash. You know, like, keep it cold and then get it out of there. Or, like, make sure it's outside the house and everything. But I lived where there were bears, so I didn't want to put food in a trash can, have it stinking in the summertime and all that kind of shit. So, like, my primary concern is smell. And my secondary concern is basic cleanliness. So, like, mm-hmm. I'll, I'll rinse out my Coke can and throw it in the trash or th- set it up for uh, recycling or whatever. Because I don't want all that sugar attracting fucking ants and type. You know what I mean? So, I do that sort of stuff. Like, I, I rinse out a beer bottle. I, I rinse out all that shit just to make sure nothing stinks. That's my primary concern. Other than that, you know, I can deal with a little bit of filth. I can deal with, like... Like stuff just sort of piled up. Like I could deal with stuff piled up like this, but you know my bathroom will be clean. You know what sure. I mean? Like money. Like there's a difference between semi clean anyway. <laughs> there's a difference between garbage and trash. I can handle trash. Right. There's garbage a difference between messy bad. and dirty too. You know, yeah. some sure. things are messy, some things are dirty. So. Right. I had a I had an older woman in my home at one point, and she said it's quaint. And I was like, oh, well, thank you. You know, because things were, like, messy, but there was an organizational nest to them. Like, there were couches, and there were stuff next to the couches and things on shelves. And there was a lot of stuff, but it was all, like, well laid out and, like, organized. organized to a, there, was like a, there was, like, a method to the madness. You could look in my home and say, all right, there's a method to this madness. Like, just by looking at the person's home. Like, because there is a method to my madness. I'm lazy as shit. I'll, I mean, I'll... <laughs> I'll wash my fucking clothes and I'll even fold them up. But they're gonna sit on the fucking couch until they're all gone. Until I've worn everything. Just every live out thing. of them through the couch. <laughs> Monday through Friday, I'm out the door by 6:30. Must be nice. Well, like it, it is. I bartended for so long that like nice, every time I'd go into work, I'd have to clean the dishes. Like I have to wash a bunch of glasses because everybody that I worked with, pretty much everywhere I ever worked, were a bunch of lazy fucks that mm. never even looked at a glass to make sure that it didn't look like somebody fucking came on it. So I would wash these motherfuckers by hand on a daily basis to make sure that I had clean glasses. Like on a regular basis, I was washing my glasses or, or like myself. So when I went home. I didn't wash dishes on a regular basis. That's why I was diligent to, like, rinse the shit that would stink and be like, fuck it. I'll get to it when I need it. And, like, I had a shit ton of glasses or I would use, like, plastic cups for a long time and just throw the shit away. Plastic cups, paper plates, fucking plastic forks. I'd throw that shit away on a regular basis. for that. By who? Your girlfriend? At the time. Yeah, exactly. Because apparently... That's why I'm single. I'm just feeding the landfill if I if I use plastic silverware. Feeding the landfill. That's, that's what she told me. If apparently, I, you have I to go to a landfill that. because you'll find out how true she was or how right she was. You go there is nothing but cups and plates yep. and plastic knives and baby diapers and grossness. Yep. Well, sorry, man. I, 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 you know... 
I'm a fucking lazy fuck too, so I'd rather throw away my fucking silverware on occasion and like not deal with it. And one day, maybe I'll be ballerific and I'll have a home with a dishwasher. Yeah, or give me a dishwasher for free and I'll use the fuck out of it. Right, like my plan in the long run for that house was to have a dishwasher. Like, and then, you know, I got a hernia mesh, put me and wanted to blow my brains out for a couple of years. So uh, now I live in my parents' basement, don't have a hernia mesh anymore, and I don't feel like blowing my brains out anymore. So it's like a, just like a new lease on life. <laughs> YTD is up. Second chances, man. I made a couple hundred bucks in a couple of hours, and I'm a fucking happy camper. The rebirth and shit. That's right. It's like my own personal fucking Easter. <laughs> the resurrection. Blasphemy time. I don't give a fuck. I'm a blasphemous fuck. I just don't care. But I'm doing a show of people that go to church. Mm. It hurt my feelings. I went to church on Sunday. Did you see? Good job, man. Yeah. My mother was go? very happy that I went to church. Well, the whole family went to church. This is the church I got married in. First time I've been back to that church since I got married. Oh, well. That's yep. cool. They had a traveling preacher, and, uh... Oh, God. Did he have a fucking, like, a... Give me money! No. Not like that. It that. wasn't like that. There wasn't, <laughs> but, like, 30 people in the church, which was much less than what it was when we got married. So, uh, he was great, and he had me in the palm of his hand in this, you know, sermon or whatever, until... Talking about you know Jesus or whatever and the resurrection because it's Easter all that bullshit. So he gets to the to the point where uh, talking about Christ rose from the tomb, right? And people said that all that's fake because they you know they just moved the stone and they pulled the body out and he didn't you know what do you ascend to heaven or whatever? And he said, well that's not true because in the Bible it says that they found clothes folded up at the bottom of the foot of the bed or wherever they laid them down. So you're trying to tell me that people went in there and stole the body but got them naked first? <laughs> the whole crowd started laughing. <laughs> He's being dead serious. He's like, what's funny about that? <laughs> it's all in the delivery, man. If people yep. don't know what they're doing with their delivery, man, oh yes. my God. He was he was good until that point. Then I just I just kept looking at my watch. Well, <laughs> it's over yet. You were done. It's funny because like if you look at like the long term, long back time ago type of shit. Like Christianity is essentially like like a like a rebirth of paganism. Sure. Like uh, Easter coincides with spring and like you know. What is it? Winter solstice, I guess, that uh, Christmas coincides with, or some such. Like, there's all these things that are like based on astrology and like the world and basic, whatever. I mean, it's it was the way that apparently they, uh, oh, pardon me, it was the way that they apparently indoctrinated the pagans into Christianity at the beginning was by making it similar and having like the same holidays and just sort of being like, oh, it's sort of it's the same, but it's a little different and like la di da. But in the long run, it's become this like whole new thing of its own. And, you know, I like religion for the fact that it, like, tries to make people be better people, but I don't like it for the fact that it makes people super judgmental and then they want to mm-hmm. go out and, like, tell other people how to live. So there's a definite duality. There's with a general message of be good to your fellow man in all of them. Right. But I like then to th- it gets askewed. I like to think it of as a basic don't be a dick principle. Mm-hmm. And, like, if you apply that to your life, like, if there's a God, how the fuck could he be pissed at you for whatever you did as long as you weren't living with malicious intent? Sure. You know? And I look at it also, like, if, if God doesn't like me because I didn't go to his specific church, well, then fuck him. I'm not going. I don't care. Like, I don't need to be in heaven that bad. 
Like, I got plenty of things to do in the afterlife other than hanging out in motherfucking clouds and shit, talking to my fucking friends, drinking espresso and shit all day. Like, I got plenty of things to do in the afterlife with my fucking time, goddammit. I grew up with... Hey, there's Basquiat. What's happening, brother? Like, I mean, you know, that's that's how I see heaven being. If like I was actually there in heaven, it's like, hey, there's like everybody I like and know, and then there's a bunch of people I never got to meet that are cool too. Like, what's up? Hey, Dennis Hopper. What's happening? <laughs> Give me that, man. What's up, Dennis Hopper? Easy Rider, motherfucker. Easy Rider. Oh my God, James Brown. Please, 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 Jesus fucking Christ. Yeah, I would lose my shit. Like, I wouldn't ever run into Christ if I was in heaven. Like, I'd be running into all kinds of other people. Like, oh shit. It's Otis fucking Redding. This Otis Redding show, and he's got Tupac there tonight too. Jesus fucking Christ! And I'm not like even a Tupac all of those fan. Dudes went to hell. <laughs> like none of those guys See, are going that's, to heaven. That's that judgmental religion <laughs> in you. Judging. That's that judgmental religion there, in you. That's exactly what you're there's doing. There's some rule books. <laughs> then there's some some definite rules being violated. See, but by James Brown. <laughs> but that's but that's my point though. That's my point though. Maybe James Brown had malicious in, maliciousness in his heart when he mm-hmm. ran over his wife. Mm-hmm. So he, you may be correct. He may have very well gone to hell for that sort of shit. But like, you know. If God's if God's the real deal and He's forgiving and shit, and James Brown was like, "Sorry, I was being a dick." <laughs> like, yeah. how could God not let James Brown in? I'd be like, "How? That's please, please, Mister Soul Brother Number One, what's happening? Come oh. in the fucking gates right now, goddammit! Get on stage and do your fucking thing, please. I want to see you get down, man. I got your whole band up here. They all beat you to the punch. Come on, let's do this. Maybe, like, maybe he was. Uh, what was you playing, Blues Brothers? The other time. <laughs> yeah, that with James him. Brown. That's yeah, with him. Maybe, maybe he does know the Lord. Maybe he does know the Lord. And now, people. And now, people. <laughs> I see the light. <laughs> I see the light. Yeah, well, you know, but that's the thing. Like, I feel like that's the only real true crime against, like, whatever entity may actually judge me in the end is, like, if I'm being a real dick just to be a dick. Mm-hmm. And I don't think he could judge me for being a dick when I was a kid or at this point or another, as long as, like, I don't continue to, to intend to be a dick. Like, so if James Brown was, like, continuing to run people over, like, if James Brown lived his life after he ran his wife over, after he hit her with the car or whatever, and they put him in jail, like, if, if he continued to live his life after that, like, he's playing Grand Theft Auto, then, all right, yeah, he went to hell. I guarantee it. Like, you know what I mean? Probably. But, <laughs> <laughs> there's a chance though. Right. Been doing good. Like I feel like Charles Manson is probably in hell. Like if, if there's like an actual hell, you know what I mean? But I don't know. There's a great movie on uh Netflix called The Zeitgeist. You ever heard of it? The the it's a lot of conspiracy theory stuff in the in the middle part, but the very beginning is all about how Christianity is very similar to all the other religions. Like uh and that, that corresponds just like he was saying with the summer solstice and the winter solstice and the zodiacs and, and all of those things. It breaks it down very thoroughly. Now, I, I'm Christian and I believe in all that shit, but it didn't mean that I can't watch that and, and see the similarities and at least understand. Well, you know, it's like when I watch, excuse me, Agent Aliens. I sit there and I say that's just as fucking feasible. Like a lot sure. of this shit is just as feasible. And if you read the the holy books with like a modern perspective on okay, well they're talking about like a flying craft in the sky like it sounds like a spaceship, you know. Like as opposed to just like, you know, uh whatever, Krishna or whoever uh riding on a fucking cloud, mm-hmm. like an actual fucking cloud, or like magic carpets and all this kind of stuff. Like every culture has stuff that you could point to and say, Oh well that's just uh, like somebody coming up with a word 
that's not really a word yet. Like when the Jew says stuff and he says, this, that's just not a definition. That's just my word and shit for something that's it's like... It's not a word yet. It's not a not word, word yet. yet. Like it has a, That's like what magic carpets are. They're like not real words yet. Like, like whatever, whoever would have seen back in the day, they wouldn't have been able to describe in modern terms for us to understand properly. And to me, that's just as feasible as Jesus Christ waking up after being dead for three days and pu- pushing a rock off his fucking grave and, and going out for a stroll. Like sure it's just as fucking believable, you know? And people like to say like, oh, look fucking bible is the literal word like everything it says is actual fact and i'm like can it just be like fables and stories like 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 i I don't think that like uh star wars is fucking reality but there's good like life lessons to learn from like all good stories that are told like you can always take some sort of gem of knowledge from like a good movie or a good book or a, a beautiful piece of art if it makes you feel it's accomplishing something so to me like to sit there and act like, oh, well, that art's vulgar, so the artist is going to go to hell, or any of that sort of stuff is just so overblown, unless the artist's intention was to drive someone insane and make them miserable. You know what Certainly. I mean? Like, I hear what you're saying. That's why I'm a Christian, but I don't want to for my child to learn about God in school. That's not the place for God to be taught about you're supposed to be teaching them about history and more more than that, like math, <laughs> you know, important things that they're going to need. Science. I mean, I mean, I'm not saying that religion won't be important to my child, but that'll come from uh, the church. That's where it's going to come from, not from school. There's a lot of people, places in like Kentucky where they want to teach. Who's a, like 12 see. commandments in public play or 10 commandments in public I'm display and such. That. I don't, I'm not down with that. So you're, you're solid with separation of church and state. hundred percent. Word up. Me too. 100%. Man. Because it should be up to the individual. If you're, if Absolutely. you're freedom of religion state, then like you shouldn't have one religion being in charge of the basic morality. And Amen. I also apply that to the laws when like, you know, when my, my uncle says, Oh, you should be smoking weed. That's the fucking devil. And I'm like, man, fuck you, man. That devil kept me from fucking a lot of pain. That I had due to some shit that you know what the devil the doctor they put the fucking hernia mesh in me and told me it was the best fucking move that guy was the devil I ain't dealt with the devil otherwise and I don't even think that guy had evil malicious intent I just think he was an idiot that's sure. all fuck him he was an idiot he didn't mean to he hurt me bad at his job. he's just bad at his job mm-hmm. not a big deal getting a bad drink oh, I got a hair in my fucking food <laughs> can I get this shit for free that's basically what I'm, <laughs> you know the, the hair didn't make me vomit or else then maybe I'd want some money back but like you know. It's all it's all applicable, man. Mm-hmm. Ah, Steve and I, we get into such deep philosophical discussions on this show. The show is going to suffer when you leave, sir. It's you must come back. Agree. It's nice to agree with you. <laughs> like we're not we're so on opposite ends of shore. <laughs> you know that we're on we're on the same side on this. It's, yeah, it's, well, it's nice. But it's basic spirituality. It's like you're into your religion and I'm into my religion and none of them should have like a specific I mean, name. We live in America. Right. And I choose not to impede on anybody. Like, if you want to believe what you want to believe, uh, that's what you're right to do so, man. Believe in it. That's why I don't believe this should be taught in schools because right. how are you going to teach one and not teach them all? Well, it should also be your decision. Like, if you want your kid to go to a school that is taught through a religious basisness, then you should send them to a Catholic school or whatever school your religion is based on. And that should be a decision that you make and you have to pay for. Yes. Like, okay. You know? And if you, send, if you want to send if you want to send your kid to free public school, mm-hmm. then okay, cool. You got you get that for free. But if you want to send them to that fucking if you want to send them to Christ Church, a private school that's like got Christ in the name and isn't like mm-hmm. the Tidewater ver, uh, 
part of Virginia and is part of like the Virginia prep school league that'll get your kid into like whatever college he wants to go to and you want to spend all that money, hey, good for you. Or you could send him to Episcopal in Richmond. It's fucking, it's called Episcopal. Like, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Or, or you could send him to Collegiate, which I don't believe is based in religion. But they're all like part of that private school prep league that's going to get your kid into UVA or fucking William and Mary or wherever you want him to go because they're going to fucking treat him to, a, and t- uh, to an education that's, you know, way more difficult than a public school education. So when they get to college, hopefully, like, it will be easy. That's what Collegiate tries to do. I had a buddy that went to Collegiate, so they busted their balls really hard when they are in high school. So college is a breeze for them. And, I mean, sounds like a great idea, but, uh, you know, it costs money. If, if you want to spend that money on that sort of thing, that's your right, but, you know, then you got to accept that your kid may be learning about religion if you send them to some shit like that. So, these are all decisions that individuals should be able to make, but, uh... <laughs> I got to think about all that shit now, because having the kid... Yep. Yeah, I don't dude. know how you do it. I'm like thinking about colleges and stuff, and I'm like, the kid's not even here yet. And I'm like, can we just worry about some baby years and stuff? But no, my brain won't let me go. My brain is like, what's going to happen when you got to put this little motherfucker through college? <laughs> you better start right. saving. We ain't got money to fucking. We had to downgrade the cable <laughs> to just the internet. We're worried about absolutely, dude. Saving for college. college. <laughs> <laughs> That's wise fiscally. Oh. Nothing wrong with that. You're being wise fiscally. So well, shit, I had to pay for my own college. So, you know, I mean, worse comes to yeah, worse. They with. can learn how to pay for their own. I mean, it's actually, I feel like it's like I'm paying for it, so I work a little harder for it. Fuck yeah. Yeah. So I don't think it's necessarily a bad thing. But if you're paying for it, you're also interested in it. This is correct. Actually good too, and, yeah. And that's that's correct. the real that's the real ticket. I got forced into college and I fucking hated it. And I've spent the last like fifteen years reeling from being forced into college. And now that I have Did you pay for it? No, my parents did. Yeah. They paid for like a year or so before I dropped out. I mean, they didn't I don't think they paid for they didn't pay for more than twelve classes probably. Right. You know what I mean? So it's not like I was extremely detrimental with my college debt to them. My sibling now he's another, she's another story. I don't want to get it. I don't want to put that much of anybody else's business out there per se. So, um, but like myself, I wasn't a sophomore when I technically dropped out. You know what I mean? It was like I, this. Just I'm not interested in this. Like I wanted to go to an acting school and be an actor. And my dickhead grandfather had to fucking browbeat my parents into forcing me to go to college. So I went to college for theater, George Mason. And then it's like, well, you got to take English and you got to take math and you got to take science and all this other stuff. And I'm like, can I just fucking go play make believe like I want to do? <laughs> like. You know, can I learn techniques for playing make-believe and, and just do that? Because the, the, the acting school I wanted to go to was in New York City. It was like two-year program, and every semester we'd put on a play, and all the casting directors from New York City would come and watch. And I'm like, how fucking better of a way is there to break into a business than going and putting yourself out there for a couple of years in front of the people that will hire you in the future? You know, like... <laughs> Oh, no, no, no. You got to have something to fall back on. Oh, what? Like bartending? Oh, no. I've done that for 15 years and I fucking hate it. I guess I am not ideally set to go to New York City and uh, bartend while I pursue a fucking acting dream. Like, so thanks for derailing everything in my fucking life. You know, and then I spend the next however many years trying to fucking work on other art, which I love art. So I'm a happy person being an artist. And I feel like I'm a more well-rounded artist in a lot of ways from being you know, kept from doing what I wanted to do. And now I'm like, well, fucking I'll work on comedy and maybe I can break towards acting at some point and like, you know, work on the fucking podcast here, be funny and just work on the shit that I like now that I've, you know, lost everything I worked hard for through bartending. And 
I don't really care about it anymore. It's like, fuck it. I'll do what I got to do. I'll drive fucking Lyft, <laughs> and I'll fucking pursue shit I'm interested in. But, like, if you force your kid into something, then you, you maybe you got a fucking kid, you know, when you're in your 60s or 70s that's fucking miserable. You know what I mean? So you got to, like, really, as a parent, really balance your own expectations for life as well as, like, what your kid expects. You know what I mean? Like... I never expected to be held back from being able to follow my dreams because my parents were always really cool. But, like, my grandfather fucking browbeat him into forcing me into college with the fucking, you know, if you graduate college, then we'll send you to the acting school. Oh, great. You know, when I'm in my mid-20s, that'll be fucking awesome. I can go up there then. Good enough. Okay, that's a fucking... Or we struck a deal. You know what I mean? But, like, fuck you, man. This isn't what I want to do. It doesn't make sense for me. Every person I knew was like, why are you going to college? I'm like, oh, you know, family fucking make me... You know, I was fucking a baby. I was 18. I didn't know what the fuck I was doing. I was doing what the only people that I knew loved me were telling me I should do for the betterment of myself. And it fucking really fucking sucked in a lot of ways. Yeah, but I don't think college is really for everybody. I don't either. Yeah. I mean, there's some people that just aren't meant to go to college, you know, and they make good-ass money. Right. One sitting right over there. Yeah. Yeah. There he is. Look at him. Yeah. I I, I tried that one time. Uh, community college I went and did I, I, I signed up for sign language I said this should be pretty easy so I was sitting up in that mother, day one or two I don't even remember and these motherfuckers is talking the fuck to me and I'm over here just looking around I don't know they talking to me and then somebody finally was like they talking to you <laughs> I'm like <laughs> see but fuck <laughs> That's how and language. I did a little something. That's how language. And works. I never went back. Now that's how language works in college because they think you had whatever language in high school. So mm-hmm. then they all sit around and talk. Like I went to Spanish one on one. Like oh, I learned Spanish because now I'm in college. I have to learn a language. I took German in school, and I don't want to learn German because it seems like Spanish would be a wise thing to learn. And then I get to Spanish class, and everybody's yo hablo español, motherfucker, blah 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 blah. And I'm like. Ugh. What kind of shit is this? You guys all took Spanish in high school? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We all took Spanish. I'm like, this is fucking 101, right? Mm-hmm. Like, shouldn't I be learning, like, C and, like, Uno, Dos, Trace and shit like that? Like, what the fuck, man? <laughs> and the teacher's like, oh, you can do it. And I'm like, yeah, fuck you, bitch. I'm going to go take German because I'm trying to fucking get a degree in goddamn theater. Because that makes so much fucking sense. Anyway. In the building. <laughs> <laughs> No, I didn't uh, go to college, but uh, my wife definitely uh, encouraged me to take some classes. So I went to George Mason, and I, uh, what do you, you take a test to see where you place at, what class. Placement test. Exactly. And they said that I needed remedial math, which, uh, just so you know, is grade school. (laughs) Grade school. I couldn't, I mean, fractions. It it had me, it had me twisted. Nope, can't do this. Fractions are difficult, but, uh. And fractions? Let me, uh, go ahead and call the show at this point. Ladies and gentlemen, we're just about run up against our time limit, so we're gonna come back at you here in a little while. Thank you for listening. Uh, check out the Patreon account at Imperfect Entertainment, uh, Imperfect Entertainment. That's the letter M, Perfect Entertainment. Check out, uh, Facebook, Mason and Friends Show. Uh, Instagram out of two cars one. Uh, follow the Jew unit. What are you? What are you? Jew unit sixty nine on Instagram. I don't even know. Come on I, now, I yeah. Don't so even know don't, he, don't yeah. even worry about following the Jew unit on Instagram because obviously he doesn't use his Instagram account. Anyway, I'll come back to you next next year. We'll figure it out one of these days. Peace and chicken grease, baby. Peace. Later.